You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. First century style as we bring you just a little bit of uh, church everyday home Bible study 21st century style and we certainly appreciate you joining us today on this Tuesday type of day and it is my wife's birthday so happy birthday to 
Sister McKinney, and we give her a great hand clap here this morning on the broadcast. And uh, so, uh, yeah, today is her birthday. So we appreciate all of you joining us today. We got a great uh, lineup. We got some stuff that we're going to do between now and the bottom of the hour. Then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have some uh, teaching in the book of Revelation. We hope that it's being a blessing to you and being a blessing to you uh, as we have studied our way through and uh, looking through the book of Revelation because uh, there's just so much stuff to study. And uh, we had a little bit of audio difficult yesterday, uh, but I think we got everything lined out. So hopefully you're getting a good, clear audio and smooth video. And sometimes technology wants to give us a glitch, but uh, we try to keep everything running smooth here at CAC Daily iCast. Well, we do have some announcements we need to make. That's right. We're just a few days away from our Harvest Time Crusade. Yeah, we're just around the corner. It's coming up this Friday. Starting this Friday, we're going to be gathering together at Cornerstone Apostolic Church Friday, November the 17th at 7 p.m. Brother Buddy Puckett's going to be with us. And Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And then Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Moppin's going to be with us. And we have a dinner following. Also, our Christmas ornament exchange at CAC is coming up Friday, December the 1st at 7 p.m. And then CAC Daily ICAST 10th Anniversary Online Celebration is Tuesday, December the 5th. Started broadcasting Monday through Friday back on December the 5th, 2013. So we're having a... Uh, an online celebration of all the things that happened. And uh, we're going to talk about our beginnings, talk about some of the highlights of things that's happened and uh, celebrate another year and talk about our vision for the future. Also, uh, we are going to have our Christmas program at CAC December the 10th at 6 p.m. And CAC New Year's Eve celebration rounds out the year. And that will be on Sunday, December 31st, beginning at 9 p.m., going past midnight. So we're going to have a great time. Our youth service is up in full swing, so keep that in mind. And also, praise team practice Friday at 6, Saturday at 6, Sunday at 10 a.m. Keep all of those in mind. Well, we're glad that you've joined us today. And let's see if we can't find our prayer requests. I'll scroll them across the screen for you. But we'll mention about the last 10 Let's remember uh, Debbie Ratliff, uh, Ed O'Killian, Elizabeth Gross, Renee Stiltner, Cindy Darty, Samantha Lester. Let's remember um, Darlene Cole and Larry Hoss Wilford family and Amos, uh, Amos Blankenship and Adam Lane. Let's remember all of these in prayer as the Lord uh, blesses us with health and you with health. Let's pray that all these others will have health and provision. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And of course, you can send your prayer requests in a couple of ways. You can do it in the chat room, the comment section. You can email it 
and uh, that's at prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. And you can also call in our prayer line, 606-282-4108, and leave your prayer requests and praise reports. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for not only these individuals, but for the broadcast today. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty, miraculous way for each and every one that needs a touch, whether it's a spiritual, physical, or mental uplifting that they need. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for those that need provision, those that need direction, those that just need you. I pray, Lord, that you would keep dealing with their hearts. I pray, Lord, that you would bless the broadcast today, that we would be able to not only fellowship with your people, but also that we would be able to study your word together. And, Lord, we love you and we give you praise. Bless us do great things for you, for it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, we are glad that you have joined us today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us on this kind of a little chipper, cool chipper day here in East Kentucky. And uh, looking at our weather, it's going to be a high of only 59 today. That's right. It's currently 33 degrees. I know. I know. Partly sunny potential Thanksgiving travel disruptions next week. You know what that means. Oh, that's not a good thing. And uh, so uh, we also have a special weather statement from 3.15 a.m. Tuesday to 8.15 p.m. That's tonight on Tuesday. So I'm pretty sure that's probably got something to do with uh, either fog or uh, weather of uh, weather or not, there are um, you know uh, forest fires in the area. Some some forest fires are still burning uh, heavy and uh, causing a lot of smoke. And people with lung problems or allergies are having some difficulties. Then on Wednesday, going to be a high of sixty-eight. It's rebounding real good on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, 73 degrees. And uh, we'll take that. And then on Friday, looks like 61 with rain. And let's just kind of take a little peek into next week and see what it's talking about a change for um, Thanksgiving. There's 51 for Saturday, 51 Sunday, 47 on Monday, and then rain, uh, 55 on Tuesday. So... Uh, not so sure that any of that is going to be threatening to us, but let's see what this weather statement, this special weather statement is, because there's always something going on and it's between 315 last night or this early this morning and 815 today. And, uh, don't see, well, I got to click on it again, so. Got to click on a click on. And looks like that uh, increased threat of wildfires this afternoon. A very dry air mass has descended over East Kentucky, and this will result in relative humidities dropping into the 15 to 20 percent range this afternoon. These dry conditions will mean an increased fire danger into the first part of the evening. 
Fortunately, winds will be less than 10 miles per hour from the northeast uh, through today, helping to limit the potential for any fires to spread quickly. So very dry conditions will continue to affect the area on Wednesday as well. So there you have it. That's what's going on in our little portion of the world. And looking at our current radar conditions, you can see that right here in our little portion of East Kentucky, there is nothing going on but the threat of forest fires becoming more severe this evening. And I was talking to, we had a men's meeting last night, and I was talking to uh, some of the men, and, and one of them had been hunting. And uh, he said that the smoke was so bad that one of his buddies that was with him got down on it and uh, and was having a hard time breathing. So, uh, yeah, that's that uh, smoke, even though, you know, it may be bad as you see it, but then uh, sometimes when you can't see it, it's still in the air, and it's causing people some problems. But uh, that's what happens here in East Kentucky. We become the Great Smoky Mountains, not because of uh, the uh, fog and and mist over the uh, area, but because of the forest fires. So, yeah, that's uh, what's happening in our little portion of the world. And uh, let's see if I can get our Bible reading up. I want to, uh, we're going to be reading, actually we read two chapters yesterday because we was having some audio and uh, and and our uh, soundboard was having some problems. So uh, we was having that problem and so we read two chapters. So now we're in chapter five of Second Kings. So here we go. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies, and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife, and she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, now, when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive, that this man descend unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so, when Elisha the man of God had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. 
So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot, and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought, he will surely come out to me, and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage, and his servants came near, and spake unto him, and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then, when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? Then went he down, and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him, and said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth, but in Israel. Now therefore, I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. But he said, as the Lord liveth, before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. And Naaman said, Shall there not then, I pray thee, be given to thy servant two mules burdened of earth? For thy servant will henceforth offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice unto other gods, but unto the Lord. In this thing the Lord pardon thy servant, that when my master goeth into the house of Rimmon to worship there, and he leaneth on my hand, and I bow myself in the house of Rimmon, when I bow down myself in the house of Rimmon, the Lord pardon thy servant in this thing. And he said unto him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a little way. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Behold, my master has spared Naaman this Syrian in not receiving at his hands that which he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. So Gehazi followed after Naaman, and when Naaman saw him running after him, he lighted down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me, saying, Behold, even now there be come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. And Naaman said, Be content, take two talents. And he urged him, and bound two talents of silver in two bags, with two changes of garments, and laid them upon two of his servants, and they bare them before him. And when he came to the tower, he took them from their hand, and bestowed them in the house. And he let the men go, and they departed. But he went in, and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Whence comest thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went no whither. And he said unto him, Went not mine heart with thee, when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee? Is it time to receive money, and to receive garments, and olive yards, and vineyards, and sheep, and oxen, and men servants, and maid servants? 
The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence, a leper as white as snow. Currently 35 degrees outside my window pane on this 14th day of November, my wife's birthday. So happy birthday, Sister McKinney. And let's see if we can't jump in here and get our 60 seconds with the pastor. You got a minute? Well, of course you do. Well, if you got a minute, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Proverbs 14 and 23 says, In all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to penury. The New Living Translation says it this way, Work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Have you ever heard someone say, All talk and no do, or talk is cheap? Some people are good talkers. They talk, talk, and talk some more. But you soon begin to realize they are just all talk. The Lord is not looking for people who are all talk, for that leads to lack. The Lord is looking for doers, for in doing there is profit. Rewards come from labor, not talk. And that was 60 seconds with the pastor. If you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Well, we're glad that you joined us today on this beautiful day. Sun is shining, but there's forest fires in the area. And they're giving out a weather statement, which uh, is just a uh, kind of a not affecting the weather, but affecting your breathing and stuff. So that is until late tonight, but also the weather has a part in the forest fires because it is going to be low humidity and about a 10 mile an hour wind. So keep that in mind. If you live near where you see smoke in the mountains, make sure that you got a barrier between you and the leaves. You got to get you that uh, barrier, make you a, a dirt moat, if you will, by raking all the leaves from a around your house, away from your house. And even then, then, you might have some embers falling down from fires on the hill. So keep that in mind and keep your water hose ready. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. That's some mighty fine internet radio. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. 
You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the List Live links Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 and at 10 a.m. And you can watch us and listen to us on the radio. You got a lot of ways of listening to us right here on the broadcast. And uh, that'll be at mountaintopmedia.com if you don't have those satellite or television channels. Well, let's see what our trivia question is. How many days did water flood the earth in Genesis? How many days did water flood the earth in Genesis? And all you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily ICAST. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Well, yesterday's trivia question was simply this. It was, uh, what relative was Lot of Abraham? What relative was Lot of Abraham? And out of those that participated, it looks like that 100% of you got it right. That's right. You got it right with the correct answer. He was Lot's nephew. So 100% of you got it correct. And you can get today's correct. Um, How many days did waters flood the earth in Genesis? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast well as you can see little purry mason has joined us for the broadcast but uh he's not too intrigued with it he's just laying there waiting me uh for me to say uh that i'm o-u-t-t-a here uh he's waiting for that and the reason he's waiting for that is because he knows he gets to go o-u-t-s-i-d-e because if i was to say those words He knows what those words mean. That's right. So anyway, uh, glad that you joined us today. Let's see if we can't squeeze this in. This is uh, what we like to do, uh, fulfilling our obligation to Richard Nelson, the executive director of the Commonwealth Policy Center. He contacted us and asked if we would uh, do this for him, and uh, that is to play the Commonwealth Minute on our broadcast. So here we go. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Ohio voters enshrined the right to abortion in their state constitution. The amendment overturned a ban on abortions once the heartbeat is detected. It even goes so far as to allow for an abortion at any stage of the pregnancy, even if the unborn child is viable. Millions of dollars were poured into the campaign to confuse and scare Ohio voters. Unfortunately, many voters fell for the lie that a mother has a constitutional right to end the life of their child. 
Some Republicans are now pointing fingers at pro-lifers as to why they lost last week. Now, the challenge for the pro-life community is to recalibrate and get its footing after the Dobbs decision put abortion back into the hands of the state. And it must press on if a culture of life is to be restored. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Policy Center and the Commonwealth Minute Abortion Rights Enshrined in Ohio's Constitution. Now think about this just for a moment. Just think about the logic of abortion. Just think about the logic of it. And you say there's nothing logical about it. Well, that's that's true and debatable, but think about this. If they put it in the Constitution, then the mother will have a constitutional right to end the life of her child. Now, now notice the wording, constitutional right to end the life of her child. Why does it stop at pregnancy or right up to birth? What if she has a five-year-old that she's mad at and she don't want to have anymore? You say, oh, that's silly. Is it? Is it really going to be stopping at uh, pregnancies? Well, you know, the evilness of the world is getting more evil and evil. And so uh, we have to be careful. You've heard the old saying, going down a slippery slope. Well, this is going down a slippery slope uh, to enshrine it into the Constitution, Ohio, is uh, is doing that, and so uh, they're going to uh, have the constitutional right to end the life of her child if she chooses. And, uh, you know, murder's murder, whether it's murder in the womb or murder outside the womb, murder is murder. Well, coming up in just a few seconds, we're going to be having our teaching session, we got to take our little break. And the reason we take a break is we got to clear up the lag because a lot of people are not able to watch it live. So they have to watch the recorded version and we like to clear up the lag so they can have a good viewing experience. Don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. 
You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps. The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC. And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. We certainly appreciate you joining us today as we have gathered to study the Word of the Lord. We're studying in the book of Revelation. We're in chapter number 11, and we're going to begin reading at verse number 14. So let's just jump right in to the study of the word today. And verse number 14 begins to say, the second woe is past and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. And the seventh angel sounded and there was, there were great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. And I tell you what, that's going to be a great day uh, when the Lord makes the kingdoms of this world his own kingdoms. And uh, so, yeah, there's coming a a day when all of this uh, prophecy is going to be fulfilled. So we want to study today. This is episode number 1114 of our study through the Word. So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we study in Revelation chapter 11. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way today that I would be able to expound the word fully, rightly divide the word of truth, having it line upon line and precept upon precept. And I pray, Lord, that we would bring honor unto you and that we would all leave here with more knowledge than we came. And it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, you know, when you start looking at um, at Revelation, uh, again, we say to all, Revelation is full of symbolism. It's uh, things that are naturally going to happen, but it also has some symbolism. Also, the book of Revelation, if you don't understand anything about it, the most important thing to understand about the book of Revelation is, is it is simply the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's not about anything else. It's not, you might say, oh, it's got all the future events and what's coming up on this earth and all of this. But it, what good does it do you to know what's coming up on the earth if you don't know who Jesus Christ is? So that's why it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's what the book is called. It's not called the revelation of future events. It's not called the revelation of upcoming things. It's called the revelation of Jesus Christ. So that revelation means the revealing 
So we see that Jesus is revealed as God, as king, as ruler, as superior, as uh, the, the omnipotent one and, and the omnipresent one and omniscient one. Uh, we see that he is all that, and uh, we're seeing it unfold in the book of Revelation. Along the way, though, we do find some future events coming and some future events that, uh, that is uh, soon to come upon this earth. So uh, with that, I want to uh, kind of get us into, uh, into the study today, and I want us to look at uh, this uh, chapter 11 and verse number 14 uh, with uh, the more understanding, I guess we could say. Uh, but I want to kind of just give us a little recap of uh, some of the things that we've already read and studied. We talked about the two witnesses. Remember, we talked yesterday about the two witnesses lay in the street for three and a half days, then all of a sudden they are resurrected. The world is watching, and how are they watching? Through satellite, TV, and all those things. And then all of a sudden, the third woe or the seventh trumpet is sounded. And when the seventh trumpet is sounded, it unveils the temple of God in heaven, from which later vile judgments come. Verses 15 through 19 are uh, regarding future events as so certain that they are spoken of as having already been accomplished, even though they have not been accomplished. The seventh trumpet signals the last half or the last three and one-half years of tribulation, the beginning of the period of the wrath uh, Jesus described in Matthew chapter 24, verses 15 through 21, also called the time of Jacob's trouble in Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 7. And remember, I was telling you that when you read about Jacob's trouble, it has nothing to do uh, with, with Gentile. It's going to be trouble for Israel, trouble for uh, the Jewish people, trouble uh, in that manner. That's why it's called Jacob, because remember uh, that, uh, you know, Jacob's uh, name was turned into uh, and changed to, if you will, Israel. So we see that it's also called the time of Jacob's trouble in Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 7. The ark is seen in heaven, and at this time, God will never break his covenant with his people. And that is good to know uh, because uh, uh, when you look at, at uh, these, uh, these understandings, uh, you begin to see something unfold. And I want to bring this back up, and I'll put it on the split screen for you, uh, because after the second woe, uh, ends, then the third woe comes quickly, and we find that the seventh angel sounded, and there were voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. And, and notice, even though it says the Lord and his Christ, it still comes right following with the, the pronoun he. He shall reign forever and ever. 
The very next verse, in verse 16, it says, And the four and twenty elders, which sat before God on their seats, fell upon their faces and worshipped God. Remember, that there's always going to be worship. Worship is going on in heaven right now by the angels. There's going to be worship throughout eternity. And I would like to just inject this, even though this may uh, you know, take away from our study in, of the actual events in Revelation. But I would like to say we need to become worshipers, worshipers of the Lord. We should want to worship him when we wake up. We should want to worship him through our day. We should want to worship him when we go to church. We should want to worship him during the singing. We should want to worship him during the preaching. We need to become worshipers because heaven is all about the worship giving unto Jesus Christ. Now, a lot of people going to say, oh, heaven's going to be where I'm going to have a mansion. Well, if that's the only reason you want to go to heaven is because of a mansion, you're, you're, you're not going to realize what heaven is about. Heaven's not about your mansion. Heaven's not about even the, um, the streets of gold and walls of jasper and gates of pearl. But heaven is about Jesus about worship unto the one true God, the one who sits on the throne, the one who became flesh, dwelt among us, gave his life for us so that we could now enjoy the things in heaven. Oh, it's going to be a great a great time. And, you know, sometimes people start talking about heaven and they say, well, you know, I'm just not sure uh, you know, what heaven's going to be like. And, um, and, and I tell people all the time, you know how it feels when you get the Holy ghost. Well, that's a down payment. Uh, that's just a taste of what heaven's going to be like, but also heaven is going to be about Jesus. It's not going to be about, I got to go see, you know, grandpa and grandma, and I got to go see Moses for a little while. And I got to go to my mansion and, oh, I can't wait to see how magnificent my mansion's going to be. And, no, it's going to be about worship and praise and honor given unto Jesus Christ. The one that sits on the throne is going to be worthy of all praise and honor and worship and glory and power and might. And that's why we got to learn to be worshipers down here. So I wanted to inject that in there because these 24 and 20 elders which sat before God on their seats, fell upon their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. The Lord is going to rule and reign. It, it may look like evil's rising up and and running, you know, the world and the country. It may look like evil is running our cities and our towns, and it may look like that evil is, is rising up and, and righteousness is being suppressed. But all that's going to change when we get to heaven. All that's going to change because the Lord is going to be exalted and his power and his might is going to be proven 
that he has the power and the might, and he is reigning, ruling and reigning. And we get to rule and reign with him. Isn't that pretty amazing that we get to uh, rule and reign with Christ? But here we see that uh, thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. And look, look at what else it says. And the nations, the nations were what? Were they happy the Lord was ruling and reigning? No, they're angry. And thy, uh, uh, the, the nations were angry and thy wrath is come and the time of the dead that they should be judged. So the world is not happy about this. You know why? Because judgment's coming. You see, when you, when you stop evil in its tracks, evil's not happy about it. That's why the devil gets mad when you resist him and he has to flee from you. Oh, he goes for a season and then he comes back, right? Yeah, he goes for a season, but he'll come back. And we find that, that it, it frustrates him and it makes him angry. It makes the world angry. This You would think, okay, the Lord is ruling and reigning and the world ought to be happy. No, they're not happy about it because why? Judgment's coming. Judgment's coming. And um, that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. Judgment's coming, but that's just coming upon those that are wicked, rebellious, those who have rejected the Lord. The saints of God are not going to, uh, you know, uh, have the have the wrath of God poured upon them. What what are we going to get? We're going to get rewards. That that's what that is saying. You see, thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints. Oh, payday, payday, payday is coming after a while. Better get your time in. Time in, cause paydays coming after a while, and I want to have a good payday. When I uh, worked a secular job, I, I always wanted to get a good payday. I didn't want to uh, just work one or two days and then draw a little uh, measly payday. I wanted it to be a full payday, and paydays coming for the saints of God, and the Lord's going to reward. Not only the prophets, but also the saints. But what's he going to do to them that, uh, and, and I should say also in them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. So judgment's coming. Which side are you going to be on? The ones that are destroying the earth, the ones that's uh, rejected the Lord, the one that ones that would not repent, the ones that just kept putting it off, saying, I'll serve the Lord at a later time. You see, a lot of people are in the graveyard today who said, I'll just wait. I'm not ready to serve the Lord. I'll wait. And I'll serve the Lord one day. That one day never comes. But you see, those that do make up their mind that they're going to worship the Lord, serve the Lord, love the Lord, follow the Lord, there's a reward coming. 
reward. And uh, all them, small and great, doesn't matter if you are the preacher or if you're uh, just a saint of God that just repented and and uh, got baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. Whether you got in 20 years ago or you just got in, when this day takes place, you're going to get a reward. What a day that will be. When my Jesus, I shall see. When I look upon his face, when I think of all his amazing grace. You see, there's so many things that we could look at here that just lets us know, be ready. Follow the Lord now. Today is the day of salvation. Don't put off. Because remember what I said, every time you reject the Lord, your heart becomes a little harder. Every time you you uh, refuse the call of the Lord on your life, your heart becomes a little harder. And if you keep doing that all your life, then when you get to the end of your life, your heart is going to be so hardened, you will not want to serve the Lord. So serve the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. That's why when you hear the voice of God, harden not your heart. It takes a a hard heart to reject a loving God. I'm going to say that again. It takes a hard heart to reject a loving God. And so every time you reject the Lord, every time you turn your back on the Lord, every time someone backslides, your heart gets a little harder. And, you know, I've heard people say this when they backslid and they come back to the Lord. They said, I just can't seem to get uh, the presence of the Lord in my life the way I had before I backslid. You know why? Because your heart is a little harder. Is it impossible for people to fall away and come back to the Lord? No. But i tell you what it is. Every time you fall away, your heart's going to get a little harder and you're going to be a little less moved by the word of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, the things of the Lord. And if you if you reject enough, you can be turned over to a reprobate mind. You can be turned over to a, a hard heart. Because remember, and I can't stress this enough because this is a revelation the Lord gave me. Every time you reject the Lord, your heart becomes a little harder. Your heart becomes a little harder. So he's going to destroy them, which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the Ark of the Testament. Yeah, people's trying to find the Ark of the Covenant today. Oh, they say, I I think we found it in this area. And somebody said, no, I think we found it in this area. I even had somebody come up to me. uh, It's been over the past year, and uh, we was at a conference or something. They said, did you hear they found the, the Ark of the Covenant? And I said, no, they didn't. And they looked at me like, yeah, they did. And I said, no, they didn't. And uh, and they just kind of looked, you know, baffled that I would be so quick to say, no, they didn't. And I said, number one, I haven't heard anything, and I follow all of the news uh, as far as uh, religious stuff. And uh, I said, number two, uh, I don't think man's going to find the ark because man would make a god out of the ark. 
Instead of serving the God of the ark, they would serve the ark as God. That's right. So let's see what happens when the temple of God is opened in heaven. There was seen in his temple, what did, he, what did they see? The ark of his testament. Oh, hallelujah. When you, I, I tell people all the time, the greatest, one of the greatest studies you will ever study is the tabernacle plan. And people say, well, that's Old Testament. It's, it's an old tent on an old desert floor, and that was Old Testament. Everything you see in the Old Testament temple or the Old Testament tabernacle and temple, you're going to see in heaven. That's right, you're going to see in heaven. So study, because the, the Old Testament is our schoolmaster. So study. The temple of God is, is opened in heaven, and, uh, and there was seen in his temple the ark of the testament. And I know that our time is swiftly passing, but I want you to see there were lightnings and voices and thunders and earthquakes and great hell. Notice when it talks about these these uh, things happening around what he sees. You hear a lot of voices. You hear, you see lightnings. You you have earthquakes, great hell, um, uh, mighty things begin to happen around these visions, and that's why we need to understand how great our God is. Is that, uh, and you know, the voices, um, it doesn't say, you know, what those voices are and, and who those voices are. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, voices in the Bible uh, are, are trumpets sounding. Sometimes it's people. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, armies. And sometimes it's uh, uh, in reference to just uh, angelic uh, praise. But look at this voices. Um, we could speculate all day long. Who's those voices? Is it the Old Testament saints? Is it the uh, saints of God? Is it the, uh, you know, uh, uh, voices of, of those in heaven, angelic beings? You know, we could speculate all day long. Uh, but I just want to uh, kind of read something to you here uh, before we close because um, once, once, the um, the um, two witnesses lay in the street for three and a half days and then are resurrected, and uh, then all of these other things start transpiring. We're going to see things that maybe we don't understand, maybe we don't know the fullness of, if you will, and we could speculate, but what does speculation do? It doesn't help us any. And we're not to add to the word or take away from the word. So I do not want to speculate on uh, these voices and thunders and earthquake and great hell. But let's look at, uh, that's the end of, of chapter 11. And I want to close with that because I want us to look into just the power that surrounds the scene of heaven, the temple of God in heaven, the the understanding of the great power of the Lord. And that's why we need to understand his power is just as real today for us 
that if we, as the people of God, would begin to just believe, have faith, you know, in the power of the Lord, if we could just have faith, I'm telling you, we could receive great things. We could overcome anything. We could do all things through Christ. But we got to believe. we got to trust the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, I come before your presence. I thank you for the study today. I pray, Lord, if I have misrepresented your word, misquoted, or said anything about your word that has not been right, forgive me, Lord, and help me to make it right. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand that it's good to know all these things that's going on and will go on. But the greatest thing is to know you. The greatest thing is to serve you. I pray, Lord, that you would help somebody who's struggling with things that they're focused on the wrong thing or they're focused on something that is not going to help them. Help them to focus on you. Thank you for revealing yourself to us, Lord. Thank you for everything you do. For it's in Jesus' mighty name. Help us to have that faith, Lord, that faith so we can see your power work in our lives. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we certainly hope that you have enjoyed the teaching today. I tell you what, that closes out uh, Revelation and, of course, um, or Revelation chapter 11, I should say. It doesn't close out uh, the entirety of, of Revelation. It just closes out uh, chapter 11. We'll start in chapter 12 tomorrow. But uh, I hope these, uh, are, these lessons are not only in informing you, of things coming up on this earth. But also, I, I hope that this is making you realize it's revealing Jesus to us. It's revealing the God of it all to us. And in doing that, we see that Jesus is on the throne, and he's the one that's going to be able to bring everything under his control because all power in heaven and in earth is in his hands. So with that said, I hope you are enjoying these lessons and we will continue as long as we have an audience. We'll continue to teach these lessons and uh, bring these to you. Uh, if we start seeing our numbers drop off, we'll know that people's lost interest and and uh, we'll, we'll figure something else out. But uh, until then, we're going to continue right on through Revelation. Hope it's a blessing to you. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running. Our trivia question uh, for today is uh, simply this. It is, how many days did water flood the earth in Genesis? How many days did water flood the earth in Genesis? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. We'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. Everybody have a great day because we are.
out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.